Welcome to the Magic Musicals and Theatre Podcast. I'm Alice Arnold, and this week I'm talking to Julian Bird, the Chief Executive of the Society of London Theatres, about all things Olivier. Welcome to the Magic Musicals and Theatre Podcast. As happened... Uh, happens at this time of year it is Olivier season so of course I'm talking to the person who is just sort of Mr Olivier himself Julian Bird the chief executive of the Society of London Theatres the nominations are out for this year's Olivier Awards the headline news well it's got to be Hamilton hasn't it, it has. broken all records with 13 nominations how many do you think it's going to win Julian well, it has 13 nominations. The maximum it can actually win is 10 because in one category, two performers are nominated and in another category, actually three performers are nominated. Ah. So so it can actually only win 10. Um, as people might know, the record for a musical is seven, which was Matilda in 2012 uh, for a musical. So we'll see, won't we, on the night? We will. See if, if we can get seven out of the 10. Has there ever been another time, as you said, three out of the four nominations for Best Actor in a Supporting Role in a Musical come from Hamilton? Has that ever happened before? Not in my time. This is my eighth year producing. So from my records and from what I can tell, no, to have three in one category is is amazing. It I is mean we've had two. We've had two in categories before. Uh, but to have three is quite extraordinary. Yeah. yeah. Only one other. With the fourth one being the lovely in. Ross Noble, of yeah. course, in his kind of musical debut himself in oh, Frankenstein. But you know, um and maybe it you know it reflects Hamilton the show. It also reflects the fact that actually there are lots of what what in other shows might be considered almost lead performances in there. I mean, you, you know, the three people nominated are playing three very strong roles. You I wouldn't know, know so. Julian, because I haven't seen it. Oh, no. Because I haven't got a ticket. Oh. All right, but I'm happy to hear you talk about it and how marvellous, <laughs> how marvellous it is, which I know it is. I mean, it is, grand, you know, it is marvellous and it is, you know, one uses the terms groundbreaking very carefully, but in its way, it is kind of groundbreaking in bringing a new musical style and a sort of new musical language uh, into theatre and into musical theatre. And that language is not just in, in the music itself and what's sung, but also in the choreography that goes along with that new musical language. So it feels very fresh and very different. And I think that's what everyone has reacted to, obviously in America with all the awards it's won there uh, and now here in London. I was speaking to someone actually the other day who had been to see it and she didn't know the music before she went, but she said it was quite clear nearly all the audience did. She said it's a, it's a sort of incredible atmosphere in the auditorium and then all these people are really familiar with it. They've all very heard much. the cast recording and they're all singing along and whooping and cheering. Oh, and, very much. I mean, yeah. you know, the cast recording has been at the top of whatever the charts are these days. I sound terribly old-fashioned, don't I? But <laughs> at the top of you know those charts for a very long time. And people do come uh, knowing it inside out. Um, and but you know Lin Manuel Miranda, who you know wrote it and conceived it and put it together. You know he he you know he, in a way he writes in this new musical language, but very much with a reference to having studied the great musicals of the past. You know and the way those are constructed, the way refrains keep coming back and building during the show, so you become familiar with the sort of. Uh, the kind of musical um, phrases that go through it. So, uh, you know, it's incredibly well constructed and when you see it, you can't help but admire it. And do you, is this going to split the vote, of course? Have you got three people? It might well. Who knows? We'll, so, we'll find out on the night. Mm. So it, it could well or it might not, yeah. Mm. No, interesting. And also, I know that you're really pleased that there are a lot of first-time nominees this year for the Olivier Awards. 
again, quite a lot of those coming from Hamilton. Yeah, quite a lot coming from Hamilton, but also, you know, how extraordinary to see Leslie Joseph, which, uh, you know, she's proudly going around telling everyone that at the age of 72, it's her first nomination for anything, <laughs> anywhere, at any awards. Um, so how wonderful to see someone like that having her first nomination as well. So I think, you know, there, there are a lot of new people. Um, and maybe that also reflects the fact that... Um, there's more new work this year than ever before. You know, in, in of the 108 productions that were eligible in the main theatre categories, there were more new plays and new musicals than play revivals and musical revivals. So it really has been a year of extraordinary new work, I think. And talking of one of the new works, everybody's talking about Jamie... Uh, which which is well, there's no newcomer category, is there in the there Olivier's? Is not. So so John McRae is in the category for best actor movie, in a musical, best actor in a musical. Yeah. Although I mean, he's what twenty one or twenty two or something. It's slightly more than that, is but yes, yeah, in his early twenties and uh, mid twenties, and you know, it's the most extraordinary central performance, you know, and and. Just talking about that show, it's a homegrown show, started in Sheffield, had no commercial producer attached to it. You know, as the story goes, Nika Burns, who runs NIMAX Theatres, kind of fell in love with it on the very final Saturday matinee and went backstage and said, I want to move it to my, one of my theatres. And, and from that, this kind of show has been developed and born and having a very successful life in the West End. And, and I think when you see it, you can sort of tell that organic beginning to it because it, 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 well, he in particular, John McRae, who, who's played the part from the very beginning and there is something very, I don't know, organic yes, about lot, his performance. He absolutely. is that part. I mean, it is an extraordinary performance And a lot of the cast him. of that, not just John, have been in it since the since the first, some of the first mm. workshops. And I think that shows and, um, you know, how lovely to see kind of maybe proper genuine society reflected on stage you know in all its in all its kind of fullness in that school in that show it's um uh, you know and it's, it's got it's that struck wonderful... a heart to people i think yeah it's got that wonderful uplifting message in, very you know. uplifting message without sort of you know crowbarring it down anybody it's 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 uplifting um it's funny you know there are some tragic moments in it but you know and, and audiences are reacting incredibly well to it mm. um but how great a real genuine homegrown british hit mm. from from you know new writers as well once again you know people who've never written a musical before how great is that you and know? we've had them on our on our podcast yeah. as well which was which was thrilling and i think it sort of hits a a kind of moment in time as well when you know blah, 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 Anti-bullying is, is so strong. That message I think it's is so very strong, much... and, and the gender fluidity and all of those uh, those things. And they, they, those arguments are rehearsed very, very well. It's in definitely the piece. a story for our time, if you like. Mm. And you know, um, the fact that bullying is is properly acknowledged, but doesn't become the overwhelming thing of the show, and the sort of the, the travails that anybody goes through. It, and that you know, the, I genuinely think if you know kids went and saw that show, I hope they would sort of see themselves on stage in one of the characters i think that's what it does so cleverly is that there is you can you can spot a bit of you in lots of people and i think that's mm. what's so clever about it well certainly when when i went to see it there was a, a largely very young audience who were absolutely ripping you know cheering and standing and and you could see the support for the message as much as anything else from the young people in the audience which was really very great much. To and, see, and that, you know lots of people young people and older people are struggling with some of the issues that that show manages to explore in a very careful way, you know, mm. around, as you said, gender fluidity, um, different types of people, different pe people of different religions and how um, they get along with each other and um, understand each other's perspectives on life. Um, and, you know, actually, deep down, the issues that people who probably don't don't live in London and school kids, what are their opportunities in the future, you know, and 
great there's a great bit in the show with a careers teacher which is incredibly funny but actually in a way deeply tragic with these kids going what am I going to do with my life and what Mm. job am I going to do so there's a lot of things kind of explored but in a very light-hearted clever way Mm. I think and the other new musical uh, very much the forefront girl from the north country based on Dylan's music which which one might think would appeal possibly more to my generation, I suppose, but but that that kind of nostalgic look at Bob Dylan and 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 his songs, but put in a completely different context and sung very differently. Very much. I mean that you know his songs have been taken, some well known and a lot that are deeply not well known, and um, but have been completely musically rethought, if you like, not just not just reorchestrated, restructured, and and mm. reput together, um, in a very very clever way. Um, really once again about a community and a guest house and the people that you know own and run the guest house and the family mm. and the people that stay there and and it's done in a very incredibly heart-wrenching and clever way and we're going to play well in in my show on sunday we will be playing um sheila atom singing tight connection to my heart which has been a, a youtube loads of people have seen that on youtube yes. it is an extraordinary performance it's an extraordinary performance um, and um you know rightly she's nominated for mm. Uh, best supporting actress in a musical and um once again you know um she's she's done other roles but you know this is her real breakthrough there's no doubt about that mm. so it's exciting to see all the new stuff of course there are more you know traditional and older shows the the, the revival of, of follies which has the next most uh, yeah, 10 nominations, nominations. To, to hamilton has 10 nominations um, so that's the, the revival of, of a classic, but what a revival it was! I mean, it yeah, was what an a revival! Performance at, at, at the and, National Theatre with production. an over, you know, thirty-plus piece orchestra, full cast, mm. um, using you know the full facilities, if you like, of the Olivier Theatre to reimagine this kind of classic. Um, and you know, we've had a couple of concert versions of Follies here in recent years. One at the Albert Hall, um, another one I think it was at the Palladium for Radio Two a very long time ago. But you know, really, we haven't had a big production since the original with Diana Rigg at the Shaftesbury mm. Theatre, which is a long time ago now. You know, this is the first big revival and it's common knowledge now that, you know, the fantastic news, it is coming back um, to the National and then it's going to be in the West End for a period of time. I'm not going to say any more than that, but that is that is now common knowledge that's happening. So, common knowledge for so, you, uh, not common... I didn't know that. Yes, it is. So, um, so you know, it's 10 nominations and, uh, you know, people will, uh, on the Olivier show, will be able to see... Something very special from Follies, I think. So uh, maybe that will whet the appetite for its coming back. I think it might. I mean, I it, to me that production told the story of Follies in a way that I'd never really appreciated before. Because uh, uh, Amelda Staunton and, and we were thrilled that she came and and did a musicals podcast with me, um, and we were talking about uh, the way that the. It, that show can just be a list of people singing songs. It can be people singing at a party. But this production was so different. It showed the really dark side of the, of the storyline. And I think the atmosphere, the, well, the what, narrative was, of, you know, of it was so clear. What Dominic production. Dominic Cook and Bill Deemer, who choreographed it, Dominic, who directed, and the whole you know creative team, Vicky Mortimer, who's rightly been nominated as well. You know, they created the atmosphere of that mm. rundown theatre and this group of people kind of quite tragic people really coming back together all those years later and trying to recreate their former glory and um i agree with you you know when you see it in concert it the danger is that show comes over as a series of just one number after a number mm. after each other uh, and actually this show show didn't it showed it was a complete package it was a complete show together and imelda staunton nominated for that for best imelda and, uh, and, and, Janie and, D, and Janie D and tracy D. bennett as well you know best yeah. supporting actress so, so again you know, 
more than one nominee coming in for, for one show. Indeed, indeed. And indeed. with Follies, it's difficult to say who is a leading actress actually in that or leading man. Because it's always been considered four, that maybe, it's always been know. considered that Phyllis and Sally are the two leading female roles. Yeah. So Imelda played Sally and Janie played Phyllis. So and they both, both got also, nominated. So yeah, also nominated for Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? Yes, for, yes. For a a rather rather deeply tragic that's play rather than a, a jazzy musical. <laughs> but yes, that's right. Yeah, so we might see, we'll yeah. see Imelda taking to the stage. Who knows? And there were the other sort of big musical, 42nd Street, yep. big all singing, all dancing, escapism, everybody and it, to the and it is, to get away you know, from the real uh, world. If one wants to see one of those glorious, enormous musicals, um, it is the show to go and see. You know, you see 40 plus people on stage, a big orchestra, um, with actually, I remember when I saw it, on, on press night, the most spellbinding costumes, and I was kind of kind of really delighted to see it nominated for best costume design. Actually, because it is, it you know, one can be very kind of blasé about those things, but the costumes in Forty Second Street are really second to none and quite quite extraordinary. And of course, the choreography, but I mean, it's you know, the costumes just sort of come off the, the stage to you. You know, but I think probably in these times of depressing news one might say generally in the world, one might well actually, say <laughs> to, to go and see just something that is. All singing, all dancing, all glitz, all glamour. I is, completely is agree. Proper escapism. It's escapism of the right type, I think. Mm. And um, I mean, I adore that show. And um, you know, we will talk in in later dates about things. But you know, I'm firmly expecting that to raise the roof of the Albert Hall on the night the of the actual awards. So. We've got them as well, have we? We may do. We may, we may well do. We're not allowed to talk about. We're not allowed, <laughs> we're yeah, not allowed to talk you know. about that. Five Guys Name No. That got um, that's that's nominated for Best Entertainment and Family. Again, another revival. I, I think I saw the original. Gosh, can't remember how yes, many years ago that right. was yeah. with Clark Peters. But I mean, yeah. the, so, and Clark, of course, directed this production, yes. so still re- retains his um, you know attachment to that show. Mm. And unusually, at the Marble Arch Theatre was that the, the first thing that had been done. At this is the new. This was a pop-up theatre, mm. so. Um, in uh, literally on Marble Arch, almost in the middle of the roundabout. Um, An extraordinary where they managed to recreate the whole atmosphere, uh, including from the moment you entered and being in this bar with a jazz band playing and uh, really, really sensationally done. Mm. So rightly uh, has been nominated as well. And Regent's Park, I think this year the only one nominated for just them for, is, is just for On the Town. Just for On the Town, that's right. Um, but they, they're up against, well, they're up against 42nd Street and Follies they for are. Best Musical Revival. So tough, tough category. I think a lot there. of the categories are tough this year and it's very easy to automatically say, oh, well, Hamilton's got so many nominations, it's going to win, you know. But then you look down the lists and you go, well, actually, if any of these won, you know, one, one couldn't say anyone's been robbed. It, it's a very, very tight mm. year. It would be great if we have a nice variety of, of shows winning. I mean, last year it was very much, you know... The Harry, Harry Potter, Potter year. It was the Harry Potter year. And after the first no few nom- awards, we could all go and have a drink in the yes. bar because we, we knew what the results yeah. would be. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if, if this is a similar thing yeah. or, or if we go a completely different way. I agree. Well, we should be telling that story. Me and Ruthie Henshaw from I... underneath in, in, the, in the bowels of the, of the album. The bowels. Hall, which uh... was a big success as a venue for you last year. It was, yes. I mean, it's, uh, it, it has scale, doesn't it? Well, next week you're going to talk to us about the perform the night itself, and about we're going to look at the drama, yes, the, the straight plays, absolutely in, in our next thing. And I'll see you next week. That 
was the Musicals and Theatre podcast. And if you enjoyed that, then why not subscribe? It's absolutely free to our channel on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also hear me every weekend morning from 6 till 10 on Mellow Magic. Thank you.